as we're going into the holiday season and we're approaching Thanksgiving rather quickly, and I will have an episode out on Thanksgiving about Thanksgiving, I wanted to talk for a moment about family. Because this is something that I talk about sporadically on the show. And since I'm being kind of wistful in these November episodes, I thought it would be a good time to talk about the idea of chosen family and what family really is on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love. And yeah, today we're going to be talking about family and what, to me, it is and isn't. But before we get into all that, which I'm sure is not going to ruffle anybody's feathers, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Thank you to everyone who's already done that. Okay, I, I don't think I can appropriately enter this conversation without just like stating some basic facts about me. Hello, my name's Charlie. And if you didn't know, because you didn't read the description of the podcast before you subscribed or something, I'm queer. I'm extremely queer. I am queer in the queerest of queerness ways that I could possibly be queer. And as a result of that, family has always been, well, let's just say a fraught endeavor. And I don't know if it's because of that or just because it's something that I have realized philosophically over the years, I have come to believe that family is not blood. That blood is what it is. It, it's blood. I, I share DNA with some people. And don't get me wrong, I, I actually have a good relationship with my parents now, for the most part, and I have a decent relationship with most of my siblings and some of my cousins. But it's that's not special and it's not to me what makes family 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 is not the accident of birth and if it is for you it's not because of that accident of birth it's because of the thing that actually makes a family family and that's the connection that we have with each other you see Growing up in the queer community and growing up in a time when it was easy for easier for people to kind of ostracize you once they found out exactly who and what you were, I, I have had iffy relationships with my family for years. And like I said, we're fine now, but there there were some rough rough and rocky patches through there. And the people that I learned were my family. The people that I learned were everything that family should be are the people that chose to be with me. 
to chose to write it out through thick and thin, through the good times, through the bad times. The people that are there for you when you need them, they are your family. And for you, you may be lucky and you may be related to them by blood and DNA, and maybe you're not. I mean, for me, family is a very weird conversation to get into because I am, all of my siblings are half-siblings because my brother and one sister have a different mother than I do, and my other sister has a different father than I do. But together, we are fine. We're friends. I'm really close with one of my siblings, and I do consider her to be part of my core family. But the other siblings are, they're friends. They're, they're people, they're acquaintances. They're people that I kind of know, and I know their kids and whatnot, but they're not that close connection that to me makes family family. For me, family is that person who texts you when they notice that your online presence has gotten a little weird and that you might need to talk. And they don't want to do it in public because they don't want to embarrass you or cause any further issues. Family is that person who comes over to your house when they know that you're in a very dark and self-destructive place and who won't let you be alone because they know that you're at risk of self-harm. Family are the people that look out for you. Family are the people who care for you. That's how you know who family are. Friends are people that you have a relationship with. Family stand up for you. Family help you to the best of their ability at all times. And we in the queer community have embraced this idea of chosen family for a long time. I have several people that call me mama. And I love it because they are my children. I, I own them as children, you know? And they ask for advice, they ask for help, but they know that I will always be there to help and support them no matter what. Sometimes in ways that their flesh and blood mothers would not, or could not, or do not. Because we have chosen to be family, we have chosen to be together. It doesn't matter our last name, though some families do have names. One chosen family that I am a member of actually gave us gave themselves a house name, and that makes me feel welcome. It really does. Family is something that is earned. It's not something that is given. And I think that's backwards to the way a lot of people think about it. And like I said, I don't know if this is a philosophical position that I came to or something that just grew out of my experiences in the queer community over my lifetime. But just because we are related, that doesn't necessarily make us family. I have family members who have said and done terrible things, both to me and to other people that they are related to. And you know how they say no one can hurt you like family? To me, that's a sign that that person isn't family. Family doesn't hurt each other. Family sticks together. Family is everything. So what is a chosen family? Well, 
I have people in my life who refer to me as their sibling. And I do in return. I have many brothers that I am not related to. I have many sisters that I am not related to. By blood, by DNA, but our spirits are together. We care about each other in such a deep and meaningful way, and we do what we can to help each other out. We do what we can to be there for one another. No matter what it may be, no matter what the time is, you put down everything. Because that's what family does. And for some people, when we talk about chosen family, they try to argue to me that I'm just confusing friendship with family. The family's the people that you're born with and the friends are the people that do all of those nice things. But for me, they're the ones that have it backwards. Family, and I know I've said that word a lot. I'm going to be impressed if it still has meaning for either of us after I go through this. But family is that support system that holds us up when the world pushes us down, that holds our heads when we're sad, that has our back when we're threatened, that is there for us no matter what, no matter what the circumstances of our lives may be, they are there supporting and helping all along the way. And that's how you know who your family is. So why is it so important to talk about this, especially here around the holidays? Because a lot of people are going back to their blood relations, and for some of us, that's a good experience, and for some of us, it's a very fraught experience. I think one of the things that has caused a lot of us in the queer community to embrace the idea of chosen family over blood family is it lessens the sting. It lessens the pain of people that should be in our corner, of people that should have our back no matter what, of people who should support us and love us no matter what, when they don't. When they actively work against us, when they actively despise us, when they actively hurt us, it lessens the sting for us to remember they're not part of my actual family. They're just the people I am related to. And lessening that pain, even a little bit, helps get through some of the hardest passages of life. So how does one go about making a chosen family? You don't. See, this is the one thing that everybody gets right, no matter how they think family comes about. Family, even chosen family, isn't something that you just pick and choose. You don't point at somebody and go, you're my new brother now, because that's stalkery and kind of creepy, and that's not something that you should do. It's a relationship that is developed over the years. It's the bond that grows between people as they work together to solidify it. As we struggle through all of the pains of life and and celebrate all of the joys of life, our chosen family are the people who come along with us along the way. It's one of those things that we recognize our siblings. 
we recognize our parents in these people. Those wise elders who I never thought that I would end up being, but for quite a few people, apparently I am. Yeah, you see yourself in them. You see how much that they have affected you and made your life better. You see how that they are an ever-present aspect of your life. And it's that recognition that brings about the naming. Because when Doc, for the first time, called me his sibling, it just made sense. Our connection is strong, even though we are far away. I think about him often, he thinks about me often, and we hope and pray and wish for the best for each other. And when we can help each other out, we do. We are there for each other, as much as we can, given the great distance that separates us. It was just a natural outgrowth, and it made sense. It made a lot of sense. Because that's how you actually choose your chosen family. It's in those moments of recognition. You know, I often refer to myself as mama, but not to everyone. It's only those people that I really care about. And it's that often for the first time in that moment of realization of how much I actually care about that person. And then you see if that is reciprocated. If they respond, if they join in the choosing, then you have identified another member of your family. And sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes the relationship isn't as reciprocal as you think it is. And that's a good thing to know as well. And as we're going into the holidays, remember that. And don't neglect your chosen family. And don't neglect your blood family. Unless it's healthier for you to do so. If those you're related to are toxic and harmful and bad for you to be around, you should not feel an obligation to be around them. Though this is the time of year that we embrace family. It's one of the reasons why for Thanksgiving we often have a lot of people that show up that I am that we are not related to genetically. Because we invite them to participate. We invite them to take part in the celebration because they are part of our family. And that's what you need to find. It can be hard, especially if those that you're related to have hurt you in such a way that you find it difficult to trust others. And believe me, I know what that can feel like. I remember when I was younger, especially when those wounds were fresh. But the one thing that we have to learn in life is how to let go. Because the traumas that we carry with us are only poisons that harm ourselves. And I'm not saying that it's always easy to let them go. I'm not saying that it's ever easy to let them go. But it is the one skill in this life that we all have to learn. Because why should someone get to harm you over and over and over again even when they're not present. And that's the beauty of finding your chosen family. In embracing it. In naming it and calling it what it is. Because once you have established those relationships with others, it's easier to let go of those hurtful, painful memories. Because you know 
your mama wouldn't talk to you like that. You know, your brother or sister or sibling wouldn't talk to you like that because you know who they are now. And yes, sometimes you have to cut people out of your life. There are people that I am related to that I just don't talk to anymore because it's harmful to me and it causes me too much pain. And they do it intentionally. So they're out. And it's as simple as that. I know I, among some people, have a reputation of being very cold and calculating about some things, especially about this. But that is what is necessary for survival sometimes. We can want all that we want. But that doesn't mean that we get to have. And just because I want a certain relationship with a certain person does not mean that I am entitled to it, nor that I will ever have it. And once we can get that message out into the community, out into the world, the world itself will be a better place. My husband is closer to me than any human has ever been. Because one, we've been together for like 22 years. And two, we know each other. We can finish each other's sentences. We can almost read each other's minds at this point. Because we know what that look on the face means. We know how each other are feeling without even having to ask sometimes. Because that's the relationship that we have developed over the years. And that's more than anything what I'm talking about when I say that you need to find your chosen family. You need to be developing those relationships. Because real family is not toxic. Real family is not harmful. Real family is not abusive. And if anyone who calls themselves your family is any of those things, they are not your family. So hopefully, you already know who is and is not good for you. Who is and is not looking out for your best interest, whether they say they are or not. Because hell is paved with good intentions. The road there and the streets themselves. Many of the people that think they're doing what's best for us are the people that will hurt us most. But the people that are actually doing the best for us, the people that actually are seeking the best for us, they won't be the ones that cause us that deep abiding pain. So as we're getting ready for Thanksgiving, and you're thinking about the things that you should be thankful for, start naming those people that are part of your chosen family. Start realizing who they are if you haven't already. Start looking into the idea, start looking into the philosophy, the concept of it. Or just embrace it for what it is, depending on how deep you want your experience down the rabbit hole to be. Because I'll tell you right now, it's one of those things that will change your life. Because family is so important. But that should never be confused with blood or blood relations being important. Blood is the liquid that flows through our veins. But love is the energy that makes a family. And wherever you find love, you find your family. So, make sure you're surrounded by love. 
and that may not be easy for you in your current situation of life. But I will tell you, no matter how dark, how, no matter how bleak it looks, it is out there. I know. If I could find it, anyone can. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast on whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, in the show notes you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you'd like to join the project and help support everything that I'm doing, in the show notes you'll find a link to both community support and my Patreon. Anything that you can give really does go to making everything that I do possible, and I want to thank everybody who already does that. And if you don't have any money right now, or you don't feel like giving, that's fine. But just remember, if you know somebody who would like anything that I do, share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and I am doing a special episode for it. Because I thought about not doing one, but then I had an idea for one, so I'm going to be doing that. So even though it is Thanksgiving, there will be an episode that comes out. So I hope you enjoy that. And then Friday, we have the recap show for how my last week of NaNoWriMo went. You can also use the voice message system if you'd like to have your story be a part of that as well. I hope, as always, that you're getting to write all the words, that you're living your most creative life. And most of all, most importantly of all, that you're surrounded by those who love you as we enter this holiday season. Because even if you don't see them, I promise you they're probably out there. Sometimes we obscure them from our own eyes. So until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.